0: My name is Nishant Peters and welcome to Life on the Mind's Edge, a podcast about living with autism and educating people about autism and showing support for people with autism so that we may all grow and understand each other better as people. I will also touch in this podcast on the uh, subject of mental illness and uh, the disabilities community is is all intertwined, and I feel like if I should talk about one, I should talk about the other. So, with that in mind, I'm going to get started um, about myself. For those of you who don't know me, my name, as I said, is Nichance Peters, and I am in a 26-year-old autistic <clears throat> on the spectrum, so to speak, and I... I live in St. Paul, Minnesota, and I have many different interests, and I am also bicultural and biracial. Uh, now we got that out of the way, I want to start talking a little bit about what autism is and what autism means to me. So... You may ask, why do a podcast about autism and the disabilities community? I mean, you might think there are better things to talk about, especially with the coronavirus going on. However, this is a passion of mine. This is something that I really want to engage in. I want to shout from the rooftops about how... Important is to understand autism and disabilities, you know, I feel like We as a people a community of people the disabilities community including autism mental illness whatever are silenced and hushed hushed and Prevented from really doing anything with ourselves, you know, the systems that are in place To supposedly help people with disabilities do not really do what they intend to do so I want to bring awareness especially to people that could benefit from understanding other conditions and it's not like autism is really a rare condition anymore it's a very prevalent condition (coughs) in hope I'm not getting sick from the coronavirus. Um. I. Uh, let's see. Um, I. I'm going to start talking about what autism is and what it means to me. So autism, and I'll try to keep this very brief, is a um, condition in which well first of all it's a condition, it's not a disease as many people think it is, therefore it can't be cured. It's, it's a neurological condition, it's, it's a little bit like having diabetes in a way. Once you're diagnosed with diabetes, there's not much you can do about it. You can manage it, you can make changes, you can adapt, you can do this, you can do that, and the third. But ultimately, you're still going to have diabetes, you know. Your blood sugar will have to be monitored for some time. You can't just ignore it, you know, and ignore the lifestyle changes of diabetes lest your diabetes comes back to bite you in the butt. (laughs) So... Autism is very similar in that it's something that has to be managed and dealt with and adapted to. And you can kind of grow out of a lot of symptoms of autism depending on who you are. But it's not going to be this uniform. You're cured, suddenly you don't have autism. You know, everybody's unique, and none more so than autistics. They say that autism is like. The patterns on a snowflake, if you see a flake of snow coming down and you look at it under the microscope compared to the other snowflakes, you you wouldn't be able to say that they look the same because each snowflake is individually um, comprised and individually structured uniquely. No snowflake is the same. Well, it's true with autism. It's, it's really more of a loose cluster of symptoms than in a concrete condition. It very it's severity from being non- extremely nonverbal to extremely verbal. Uh, if you watch the movie Rain Man, you might recognize some of these traits as being autistic. However, Rain Man is what they refer to as a savant and a savant is slightly different a savant is somebody who is extremely skilled in one area but phenomenally inept in other areas for example the kim peak kim peak the person that said um rainman is based on is extremely good with numbers and dates, but he's just extremely, um, I'm avoiding the words low functioning here, and high functioning, because I think that is such a farce, you know, you function however you function, you know, and, and like, it just gives people an excuse to say, I'm better than I'm better than you, because I'm higher functioning, you know, what kind of bullshit is that? But, um, that's for another episode. Perhaps, so basically, uh, autism can vary in severity, you know, it can vary in symptoms, vary in expression of symptoms. Uh, That's all the technical stuff, now I'm going to get slightly personal here. Um, because I want, I want this to be personal and relatable. I don't want it to, I don't want it to sound like I'm just spouting off a bunch of jargon that people may not understand. You know, that's uh, something that uh, I struggle with because it, it, it there's a lot of personal stuff in my life, but I can share some things. You know, as a child. I showed early symptoms of autism, that's why I was diagnosed. Um, I have a lot of interesting stories surrounding that. When I was, uh, five years old, by the time I was six or seven years old, I was able to read at a high level. By the time I was in the sixth grade, I was a um, reading at the twelfth grade level in sixth grade. <laughs> my comprehension level was sixth grade level, my, my um, my re- actual reading level, in terms of how I could read, was the twelfth grade level, because I've always been gifted with reading and language. No, 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 not everybody is gifted with reading and language, like. I am, but I am extraordinarily gifted, and I'm not trying to do my own horn here, but I mean, I'm just saying, it's a strength of mine. However, this autism has also come with many challenges. It's both a gift and a curse. As a child, I didn't have many friends, and I didn't really engage with people very well. I was partially because I was very arrogant and partially because I didn't have the social skills to really know how to have a conversation with people or how to relate to people. You know, there's this thing called theory of mind, which I think I lacked. Uh, Theory of mind is basically the idea that a person with It refers to people with autism, but it's a general theory as well that explains how somebody can understand another person's viewpoint and that they have a separate mind and a separate viewpoint. An example of this would be... Uh, Joe likes bananas, so I like bananas because since Joe likes bananas... I'm gonna give him a banana, and they may not know, that person may not know that Joe is allergic to bananas, or doesn't like bananas, you know. Here, here's a banana, and they might get confused or offended, and it's like, I don't like bananas, I don't want a banana. And the person with autism might be thinking, well, that doesn't make any sense, I like bananas, why doesn't he like bananas? You know, that's a very simple example of autism. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's... Uh, you'll have to forgive me. It's late at night, and I don't feel like going to sleep, even though I'm tired. But I would like to uh, at least try to get this project started. Hopefully, later on, we will delve into the more specific things regarding autism. So I'm gonna call it quits for tonight.